Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting installment of the Live Free Now radio show, livefreenowradio.com, where you can check out all the podcasts of our previous shows. I'm John Bush, hosting for you today, and I'm joined by the lovely Catherine Bleich. How are you, Catherine? I am fantastic. How are you, John? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Of course, last week, Jason and I were out at the Nullify Now LA conference put on by the 10th Amendment Center and the Foundation for Free Society. Uh, Foundation for Free Society is a big sponsor of the show. Check out myfreesociety.com if you want to learn more about that. Also, the 10th Amendment Center.com or nullifynow.com. The next event will be in Kansas City coming up in a few months, which is Catherine's hometown. So last week you were joined by Jack Blood and Catherine Blige. Went back and, and heard the show. It was a good show. Thank you, for, thank you for doing that. Had a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so today uh, Jason is working with his wife. They're doing a homeschool coalition, and he's teaching a class out there. So that's pretty exciting. He's out there actually living free. We try to be as consistent as we can in our, our personal lives as far as living free. And we're going to chat about some instances of living free today in the program. Kat and I, uh, Kat's actually the mother of my child, soon-to-be child, so we live together down in southeast Travis County, and, and we start a garden. We're going to chat about some of that, what we've been doing to become more self-sufficient. But we just got back from a rally on the Capitol steps. It was a, it was a dual rally. There were two great events going on. Uh, we helped to organize Texans for Accountable Government, tagtexas.org, a local political action committee pushing back on intrusive, expansive, unconstitutional government actions. We helped to organize a rally with a whole multitude of other organizations, Tea Party groups, civil liberties advocates, libertarian groups, uh, all the way down, you name it, uh, some nationwide groups like Liberty Restoration Project as well. And it was a rally calling on Governor Rick Perry, the state Senate, and the state legislature to include... House Bill 1937, which is now House Bill 41 and Senate Bill 29, as part of the special session. Of course, these are the bills that would criminalize unconstitutional pat-downs here in the state of Texas. And it was a great success. There were about 300 people out there, but uh, a slew of great speakers. David Simpson himself spoke, and he'll be coming on the show next week. Uh, he was supposed to be here with us today, but he's off to the state Republican Executive Committee to try to get the Republican Party on our side, pushing back against this TSA intrusion pat-down nonsense. And there was also a dance party, uh, Thomas Jefferson Memorial Dance Party, took place all across the country. We're going to go ahead and chat about that first. All and across the globe. All across the globe, actually, that's right. Uh, we're going to chat about that first, and then we're going to break down how the rally went and what the the efforts are right now to uh, push this TSA uh, pat-down bill through. But, Kat, maybe you can start by just telling us what this uh, TJ, Thomas Jefferson, dance party is about. Where did, where did it come from? Where did it start? Well, the first time I heard of it was actually just last week. Uh, some folks out in Washington, D.C. went out to the Thomas Jefferson Memorial and they held a dance party. They were dancing with iPods in their ears, so there was no music, no vocals. They were just dancing. There were probably, I don't know, 10 people there participating. And they went out to do this uh, because a decision had just been brought down through the Court of Appeals out there in D.C. that said a case happened three years earlier where a woman was dancing and they said, no, indeed, you are not allowed to dance at the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. We don't care what your First Amendment in the Constitution says. You will not be dancing. <laughs> so they went out and said, I don't care what the court says. I'm a free person. And I'm going to dance and I'm going to enjoy myself. So the parks police came out 
with their guns and their badges, and they arrested people for dancing. Not only did they arrest a couple that was just standing there slow dancing, basically embraced in a hug, hardly moving at all. Terrorists. I know, horrible people. But they also arrested a Marine veteran, part of Iraq Veterans Against the War. Uh, His name is Adam Kokesh, and he was actually lifted up off his feet, body slammed onto the floor, and choked. He did not resist in any way. He simply kept on dancing, even with his handcuffs on. And he really is, in my opinion, a true hero. Uh, Not only did he go and fight overseas, but he came back and continues to fight for our rights right here at home. And so in solidarity, this week, a week later... Uh, These dance parties took place all across the globe. I know they were happening in different countries as well as cities all over the United States. Ours was held right here in the Texas State Capitol. And we we had one little hitch. uh, (laughs) Tell us about that hitch. It's kind of (laughs) ironic when you think about it. Yeah, well, there was actually a rally there for education. They were trying to... Uh, have more funding or something. I, I, I wasn't really sure what they were there for specifically, but it was for education in Texas. They were upset about teachers losing their jobs. And their rally was wrapping up, and the dancers came in and started dancing. And one of their the education rally folks came up, grabbed the iPod off of one of the organizers' ears, and slammed it onto the ground. And then later... People were coming out, walking outside of the Capitol saying, these Tea Party people came in and got all violent, which was a total flip of the script. I don't think the Tea Party had anything to do with it. It was just some activists there trying to stand in solidarity with Adam and the other dancers in Mm -hmm. D.C. Turned a little violent, but, you know. Yeah, so it's a strong event. They're calling it uh, Civil Dance Obedience, uh, which is pretty exciting. (laughs) And, yeah, it took place all across the country. It all started with some dancer, I guess it was a couple years ago, who was there at the Jefferson Memorial, and as you said, she got arrested. This went all the way up to the Court of Appeals, a second federal court, and they ended up upholding the arrest of this young woman. So, yeah, Adam Kokus was there. Jason and I are actually going to be interviewing Adam tomorrow at 3 o'clock, I believe. If you want to check out LegalizeGoldAndSilver.com, LegalizeGoldAndSilver.com, it's part of a big Ron Paul money bomb, and we're going to be doing an interview with Peter Schiff, Charles Goyette, Adam Kokesh, uh, and another individual. I don't recall who that is right now, but you'll be able to check that out tomorrow at 3 p.m. And yeah, Adam Kokesh, he's a great guy. He's a wonderful patriot. Uh, he's got a lot of balls, this guy. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, the, the cops just totally overreacted, slamming him down and then choked him out all because they wanted to dance. Now, a lot of people think, oh, you know, civil disobedience is, is fine by me, but make sure to do it for something serious, not something dancing. But I think that that's hogwash. And I think it, it illustrates exactly how absurd the federal government has gotten for the park police, federal park police, to be arresting people uh, just for just for dancing. And, and of course, today we heard reports that the park police actually set up cages and fences around the Jefferson Memorial, trapped them in, trapped them in and made a rent arrest. So the purpose of this is kind of just to, to awaken a lot of people to see how absolutely absurd and how far we've gone from a constitutional republic. Of course, Thomas Jefferson, the most radical of the founding fathers, uh, stood for freedom. He, he embodies the uh, mentality of freedom, even though he was a slave owner. And <laughs> I throw that in. We're not big founding father worshipers, but I am a fan of Thomas Jefferson, his writings and his philosophy. And so, again, it just illustrates the absolute absurdity. Uh, we got reports that there's over 26 countries 
that actually danced in solidarity today. That is fantastic. Well, when the most basic of human actions becomes criminalized, I mean, people have danced, tribal people danced. You know, that's just something that human beings do. It's a way to express joy and happiness. Why is expressing happy things becoming a crime. There are much bigger issues mm-hmm. to go out and deal with. You know, we're all afraid of all these terrorists and things, yet we're going after dancers. Yeah, it's totally a misuse of police resources. Unconstitutional. It's shameful, but it's going to show up. It's probably going to end up all these different states and countries. People just went and danced. Uh, there was nobody, no no police misuse of power here in Texas. So it's going to be funny that D.C. police are once again going to have egg on their face. Me and Catherine visited Washington, D.C. about oh, a year a ago. it was a scary place when we were there. There's just negative energy. There's bad mojo. They got all they, these esoteric statues, all this pagan stuff. They got upside down stars in the roads. And there and were officers creepy. on every corner with lights flashing. Their cars were up on the side of every single interact intersection with their lights flashing and the cops the cops were out of their vehicle watching people and it was just a total police state i'd never experienced anything like that i'd been to dc several years before then so i don't know if there was just you know some big name people in town or something but either way you know we should be able to go visit our nation's capital without feeling uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. i certainly felt uncomfortable unfortunately there doesn't seem to be anything good coming out of dc for quite some time now we early at the rally, which we're going to cover here after this break coming up shortly, uh, we were there and and I made the point that, you know, it it seems as if the largest threat to individual liberty that exists right now is the United States federal government. And some people may be taken aback by that comment, but you got to realize the reach that we have. Not only are we beginning to uh, enslave and to harm the population here in the United States, but through our expansive military reach and, and our empire of bases we have, we're committing human rights abuses all across the all across the globe. And frankly, people are getting sick and tired of it from what's going on to Libya to the protracted struggle in Afghanistan and Iraq. Still, the unmanned aerial drone raids in Pakistan, which are killing dozens upon dozens of innocent civilians, mothers, children. It's got to stop, folks, and and unfortunately, we the people have dropped the ball. Uh, George Bush said the Constitution is a a GD piece of paper, and it really is just a piece of paper unless you get up off of your behind and give the words on that paper meaning. It's up to each and every one of us. We know the politicians aren't going to uphold the the Constitution. We know the bureaucrats, the police are not going to uphold the Constitution. So it's it's up to me and you to get out there and, and force them to uphold the Constitution. So this is the Live Free Now Radio Show, LiveFreeNowRadio.com. On the other side of this break, we'll be chatting about the rally that just took place, pushing back up against the TSA. Stick around, folks. We'll also be taking your calls, 512-458-TALK. That's 512-458-8255. Hey, Jason, did you know that the dollar of today is worth only three cents compared to the dollar of 1913? Yeah, I heard that same thing. Why is that? Well, in 1913, the Federal Reserve Bank was created and given the power to create infinite money out of thin air. 
Oh, so the more dollars that are created, the less my dollars are worth. Isn't that what inflation is? Precisely. So what's a guy to do? Well, Jason, for the past year, I've been buying silver, and i got to tell you, it's one of the best investments I've ever made. I'm sold. Tell me where I can get this silver. Well, I go to Capital Coin and Bullion. It's located on 7304 Burnett Road, right next to the Ichiban Sushi and just south of Genie Car Wash. They always have great deals on silver, gold, and rare coins of all sorts. Can I call them to get more information? You sure can. You can contact Capital Coin and Bullion at 512-371-5884. Ask for Chad or Becky. You can also check out their website at CapitalCoinandBullion.com. So that's 512-371-5884, and the site is CapCoin.com? That's correct. Well, I'm going to stick it to the Federal Reserve. I'm going to Capital Coin and Bullion today. Be sure to tell them Live Free Now sent you. Are you tired of big government treading on your liberty? Well, so are we. We're Brave New Books, the fiercest independent bookstore in Austin. Located a block south of UT Austin, Brave New Books not only carries the information you need to be ahead of the curve, but we also have water filters, storable food, and superfoods that help you put your health back into your own hands. Contact us at 480-2503 at bravenewbookstore.com or stop by at 1904 Guadalupe Street. Welcome back to the Live Free Now radio show. Calling on you to live free now, not later, not next week, not next month, not next year, not when the 2012 election comes around, but live free right now. In the third segment, we're going to be chatting a little bit about gardening and becoming self-sufficient. It's something that uh, Kat Bleich here really harps upon and, and really makes a major part of her life. And she's been a major influence on me and a lot of people in our community to Go ahead and start growing your food. Start living free now. Stop being dependent on these hierarchical food production systems, which could just collapse really at any time. There's such a, you know, the the, the food supply chain and the grocery stores, you know, dependent on oil to transfer it around. It's so susceptible and and so easily collapsible that it's absolutely crucial for us to 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 grow our own food. So we're going to be chatting about that in the third segment. We'll be taking your calls. Five one two four five eight talk. That's five one two four five eight. 8255. I know there's some people probably leaving the rally. We had to duck out early uh, from the Capitol steps. Give us a call. Tell us what you thought. Tell us what you're doing to push back and doing to encourage your state reps and senators to uh, include House Bill 41 and House Senate Bill 29, the new House Bill 1937 versions for the special session as part of the upcoming special session. And I got to tell you, folks, Texans for Accountable Government organized this rally. And if there's one thing that we pride ourselves upon, it's building transpartisan coalitions around single issues. And by transpartisan, I mean issues and organizations and coalitions that transcend petty partisan politics, the triple P's. So we're against public-private partnerships and fascism, and we're also against petty partisan politics and pickled peppers, whatever, I don't know. So (laughs) let me tell you some of the groups that we managed to organize around this particular event all in solidarity against the TSA's unconstitutional intrusive grope downs. You got Texans for Accountable Government, Central Texas Republican Liberty Caucus, Austin Tea Party, Texas 25th Conservatives, New Revolution Now, Texans United for Reform and Freedom, Texan Republican Freedom Coalition, the Austin Tea Party, Articles of Freedom Texas, We Are Change Austin, Operation Defuse, Liberty Restoration Project, the 10th Amendment Center, the Tyler Tea Party, TSA Tyranny, the Texas Campaign for Liberty, and the Libertarian Party of Texas. 
And that's a wonderful bunch. That's huge. It's a very diverse bunch. And the diversity came out uh, in the rally. A couple of the speakers were, had a really strong uh, Christian conservative undertones. One person was talking about it's it's no good for us to, uh, prostitution is no good. I don't know how that got thrown in there. And another speaker was talking about how we need to be profiling Muslims. That didn't go over well with some of the crowd. The, the prostitution comment was saying that we don't have the liberty to allow our bodies to be violated just as a prostitute doesn't have the liberty to allow her body to be violated, which is a true definition of liberty. I mean, if you want your body violated, if you want to prostitute yourself, uh-huh. you do kind of have that liberty. That's sure. what liberty is, yeah. you know. It's the oldest trade out there, huh? Yeah. A very noble trade. <laughs> it depends who you're asking, I guess. There's quite a few prostitutes in my day. Oh, Uh-oh, really? Wait a second. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the air. Uh-oh. Uh, so it was a great coalition, um, and it, it was a very diverse crowd. But again, it's a very beautiful thing for us all to come together on one issue. We had a great lineup of speakers. Jack Blood spoke, who, who guest hosts this radio show he did great. quite often. He had a really fiery speech, got everybody fired up. It was it was really good. Uh, a young lady named T- Taylor Medding spoke. Uh, she was nervous up there. It was one of her first She's times a college student. to speak in front of a crowd like that. But she had a wonderful, really compelling story about when she went to uh, CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference or committee, something like that. Conference. And uh, she had to go through the grope down, so she was there to tell us, and she got real fiery at the end of her speech, fired a lot of people up. We had Michael Gobart, a TSA tyranny, Adam McManus, a radio host and editor of Stand, takeastand.net, uh, Toby Marie Walker of the Waco Tea Party spoke, and she had some really great insights and a lot of good info. She got everybody fired up as well. Of course, got Catherine everybody Blood, chanting. Everybody chanting. We were chanting, uh, bring it to the floor, bring it to the floor, bring it to the floor, to bring that bill to the floor. Uh, Julie Miller spoke. She was a, she corrected me. I said sexual assault victim. She said sexual assault survivor, but we've been working with her and a part of a coalition to push back on the threat of a body scanner coming to Austin Bergstrom International Airport. And she uh, really gave some (laughs) compelling speech. She said, I'm tired of all these rallies, tired of coming to speak to city council, tired of having to do all this. You know what? And she took a few steps back and proceeded to take her clothes off and strip down to a bikini. <laughs> if you want to see it, TSA, then you got it. And <laughs> that got the, the crowd pretty fired up. Uh, we heard from Heather Fazio of Texans for Accountable Government, who's been on the program before. And then, of course, we heard from Representative David Simpson, who's a, a real fire cat. I got a lot of respect for that guy. What do you think about old Rep. David Simpson? I think he's fantastic. In fact, he had trouble starting his speech because people were so excited and cheering so much and chanting his name that it— you know, the crowd had to die down before he could even speak. And I'm not really one to support um, elected officials. I think a lot of times they're really corrupt and they don't have the liberty and freedom of the individuals living in their jurisdiction, quote unquote, in mind or at heart. And I think oftentimes they do some really seedy things. But with when it comes to those who are willing to go to bat and to stand up against the other government officials who are, in fact, encouraging, condoning, allowing things like sexual assault to happen in our airports. I mean, I can't help but just have the most respect for him because it is so brave for him to stand up and do mm-hmm. what he is doing um, you know, so many representatives are afraid of not being reelected or mm-hmm. of offending the wrong powerful person or, you know, not getting an appointment in a certain committee, yada, yada, yada. 
And he doesn't care about that. Mm-hmm. He cares about us. He and I think that's freedom. fantastic. Yep, he's strong. So we're sitting here on the edge of our seat. Uh, we're curious, is Rick Perry going to bring up this bill, House Bill 1937, for part of the special session? Why don't you give us a call, 512-458-TALK, 512-458-8255, and let us know if you think the pushback is going to be enough to compel S- Slick Rick to include this as part of the special session. They've been getting calls nonstop, being bombarded by the people of Texas. People from across the country, too, are calling and saying, hey, guys, you know, if you don't put a stop to this, I'm not going to fly in into Texas. And I think that's really powerful Not only stuff. will they not fly into Texas, but if he decides to run for president, uh, he will not have support from people across the country who are sick of being violated. Yeah, it presents a wonderful opportunity for the activists that are trying to get this bill passed because Rick Perry has a, a history of strong states' rights rhetoric. He even rhetoric, came out rhetoric, as, rhetoric. as uh, using the S-word, secession. And it's now an opportunity for us to call him on that states' rights rhetoric. Uh, if you ask me, I-, I think it is just that rhetoric, especially if you take a look at the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security influence and local law enforcement here in, in the state of Texas and the Department of Public Safety is being ran by this guy named Steve McCraw, who spent 26 years with the FBI. He was part of the uh, assist- assistant director of the Office of Intelligence. We got these fusion centers, these law enforcement information gathering and intelligence sharing apparatuses that are totally controlled by the Department of Homeland Security that are training local law enforcement to believe individuals like those who stood with us at the Capitol today are right-wing extremists or potential domestic terrorists. So Rick Perry's definitely not standing up for states' rights on, on that issue. He has pushed back against the EPA uh, and a lot of their Agenda 21-style environmental controls, which some people refer to as eco-fascism. However, I'm not 100% sure if he's doing that solely, purely for states' rights or if it's his big business buddies, because he's got a lot of business buddies, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to transportation issues. But uh, again, it presents a wonderful opportunity. He's running for president, so it's a nationwide audience. All eyes are on Texas. This is the first state to push a bill like that. It passed unanimously through the House. That was all over the media, international media attention, a lot of mainstream national coverage That's a really big deal. Unanimous. I mean, that's... Yeah. Talk about transpartisan. Sure. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on when every single representative is standing up and saying, no, we don't want this. We're not going to take it. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't think there's any excuse for this not to be brought up in special session. I know some people argue, well, he may not have the support because senators and representatives are cowering. Well, then bring it to the floor. Let us know who the cowards are so we can get them out of the house. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Utah has already followed suit. They've filed a similar legislation, which would criminalize the unconstitutional intrusive pat-downs. And sources close to the 10th Amendment Center say that 10 other states have already indicated that they're going to be moving forward with similar legislation. There's a great article on 10thamendmentcenter.com over this particular issue. So all the pressure's on Rick Perry right now. Uh, some people are saying, uh, as you said, that it's it's not up to him. He needs to see that they have the support. But the pressure is definitely being put on Rick Perry. The nation is watching you, Rick Perry. I know you're a big fan of our program. You tune in every week, Saturday from 2 to 3 on 98.9 The Big Talker. And you listen to our podcast at LiveFreeNowRadio.com. So, Rick Perry, we're calling on you to... Add House Bill 1937, which is now House Bill 41 and Senate Bill 29, to the special session call. And we're calling on all those out there, all those Texans that are concerned with themselves getting a pat down, but more importantly with their wives or their children getting pat down because there's plenty of videos that have been surfacing of the TSA 
groping down little two-year-olds, toddlers even. They're taking off their diapers like this little two-year-old kid is going to be a terrorist threat. So, Perry, do the right thing. We're proud of the people of Texas for standing up. This is what Living Free Now is all about. This is the Live Free Now radio show. We are taking your calls, 512-458-TALK. Check us out next segment. We'll be chatting about gardening, growing food, self-sufficiency. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Live Free Now Radio. LiveFreeNowRadio.com is the website. Got a quick announcement for you folks here in the Central Texas area. This is actually an event that's brought to you by Enerfood, Enter Health Botanicals. Check out Enerfood.com, E-N-E-R Food.com. Big supporter of the show, big sponsor of the show. Of course, in the final segment, we'll be bringing you Too Much Government News. Yeah. There you go. We got two stories that are way, way, way too much government. These are possibly some of the most egregious that we've brought you, which I know is saying a lot because there's a lot of egregious, overexpansive, intrusive, overreaching government like the TSA. But there's a great event going on tonight at Brave New Books, another one of the show sponsors. It all comes together. Wonderful, beautiful community of liberty <laughs> activists we have here in Central Texas. Check out bravenewbookstore.com for info on them. But the event is called Survive to Thrive in a Toxic World, featuring Darren Craddock and Jack Blood. It's tonight at 7 p.m. at Brave New Bookstore. That's 1904 Guadalupe Street, right in the heart of downtown Austin, UT campus. Are you concerned about the food you are eating? Looking for organic and natural ways to improve your health? If so, then this event is for you. Come learn what the elite do not want you to know about your food, water, and air. Some of the subjects they'll be addressing is who benefits from overpriced, cloned, radiated frankenfood and medicine approved by the Monsanto heads at the FDA and Department of Agriculture. How do these corporations get so much control over our lives? Is this creating a world of more easily controlled zombies and perpetual patients for the medical industrial complex? How does Obamacare make these things worse? Learn how to protect your family by preparing clean food easily on a budget. How to protect yourselves in the event of emergency. What you can do to improve your immune system. All these topics and more will be covered, plus great specials on inner food and other great products. And again, our good friend Jack Blood, who co-hosts this radio show, guest hosts this radio show quite often. He will be uh, doing this event. So that's 7 p.m. tonight at Brave New Bookstore, 1904 Guadalupe Street. That's going to be brought to you by Jack Blood of DeadlineLive.info, Jack Blood of DeadlineLive.info, and Darren Craddock, who's a health expert and also does a radio show. That's tonight, 7 p.m., 1904 Guadalupe Street, Brave New Books. Be there or be square. We'll be there, right? I think we'll be there. I'm excited. The hosts, you'll be able to meet us. Tell us how much you love us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kat had a final thought on the TSA issue. Kat? Yeah, I just wanted to mention when we are handing our children over to government agents and allowing them to feel them in private places, this is completely contradictory to what we teach our children. We teach them, don't let strangers touch you. These areas are not for people to touch. This is a private area that is just yours and yours alone. And when we ourselves as adults, as parents in front of children, or we hand our children over to government agents to allow them to molest our children or ourselves, I think we are setting a very bad precedent 
And we are creating a culture where children will be raised thinking if there is a badge or a gun or a uniform, that it is okay for them to be touched in those places. And they are likely to submit to this their entire life, not to mention the emotional trauma that this causes. I mean, this is sexual abuse. And when when parents are handing over their children and condoning it, that has to be doing damage to the psyche of children and to our society as a whole. So I just, I would really encourage parents to stand up and do the right thing because it is going to teach your children wonderful lifelong lessons to say, no, no, you will not touch me there. No, you will not touch my daughter there. No, you will not touch my son there. No, you will not touch my wife there. These are our private places and we will be taking a bus home. Yeah, that's that's a great point. And there's a there's a overreaching tendency of government to take children from the family, whether it's CPS or just public schools, public education in general. You hand your children off to be indoctrinated by a system that's based on collectivism. And this isn't just me saying this or it isn't just some crazy harebrained conspiracy theory. If you go back and you look at the Reese Commission, uh, the Reese Commission on Tax Exempt Foundations back in the 20s or 30s, they found this is a congressional commission. They found that uh, these tax exempt foundations were spending a lot of their money in order to inculcate the public education system with the philosophy of collectivism, where the group is more important than the individual. And we see that taking place all throughout the country today with the public school system. Uh, whereby the government is teaching them that government is the master. They're trying to break apart the family unit, and I can't see anything that would do that sooner than parents willingly, voluntarily handing over their children to these government goons. And, yeah, it totally flies in the face of, of what you teach your children in general, that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a bad thing for strangers to touch your privates unless they have, you know, unless they're here from the government and they're here to help. So just another important reason why we need to get this legislation pushed through to Governor Perry, pushed through to the special session. This is really setting a dangerous precedent for our children. And I would just urge all the parents out there, uh, you know, you can fly out of Austin here, thankfully, ABIA, we don't have the body scanners yet, but what you can do is you can strategically choose an airport to fly into that doesn't have a scanner. Call people in the area, look it up online, call the airport, and just avoid the scanners altogether because, yeah, putting a child through that, I mean, that's gonna, that's really going to tweak out the child, and it's not going to be good whatever, whatsoever. But it looks like we have a call right now. Uh, looks like we got Heather Fazio, actually, one of the Texans for Accountable Government's heavy hitters. She was there at the rally today. She actually closed the show down. Heather, how did everything end up? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It was great. I am so grateful that so many people came out. We had at least 300 people out there at the Capitol, um, you know, letting our representatives know that we demand that they pass this legislation. It is unacceptable that the Department of Justice is coming and threatening us, and we're calling their bluff. We're not going to let them run over us when we ha- clearly have liberty and have our rights on our side. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, me and Catherine had to sneak out of there. How did it end up closing down? I'm sure you gave a pretty fiery speech. We could hear people cheering for you blocks away yeah. as we were running to the car. That's good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Man, it's exhausting to scream into a megaphone. <laughs> but uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and I just kind of spoke from my heart. I had my family there, which really meant a lot. That my mom came out, and my little sister was there. And, you know, it just reminds me why we fight. We fight for our kids. We fight for the dignity of our families. And that really fired me up, and it was great. It was a great close. Um, had a lot of energy. I <laughs> dared the federal government uh, to come and shut our airports down. We dared yes. them. Yes, nice. Because they won't do it. 
That's right. Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole threat is, is hogwash. If they were to close the airports down, not only would that be a strategic logistical nightmare, but they would kill the United States economy. Texas is one of the biggest economies in the entire country, one of the largest in the entire world. We have so many exports, stuff coming in and out, not to mention commercial travel for the major business centers in Dallas and Houston. I mean, it, it was a total bluff, and, and we called it today. So people were filling out little notes uh, out there during during the rally. Did they go take them up to the offices after the rally was over? Yeah, they sure did. I encouraged them to write two notes, one to the governor and one to their senator. And so they went and slipped them under the door because they're out of session right now. But they'll be back, and they'll be getting all of those notes underneath their doors. And it's going to let them know that their constituents were there and let them know how they think and that we, we are expecting them. Not that we're just urging them or asking them, but we expect them yeah. to call Governor Perry and tell them not only that they support it, but that they will vote for it when it's brought up. Nice. Um, you know, it really comes down to us asserting ourselves to our public servants. We elected them. We put them there, supposedly. <clears throat> and we are <laughs> going to hold them accountable to what we want, especially when something that is as obvious as the molestation of our children in our airport while exercising their right to travel freely. Nice, nice. So before we let you go, why don't you let some of the listeners that are interested in this issue that want to push back, that don't favor their children being molested or don't like to be molested themselves by federal agents, what can they do in order to help this cause? The most important part is to take a stake in what's happening. We are just as powerful as we assert ourselves to be. And when we all take that power and put it in our own hands and start doing what's right with it, we will take back this state and we will take back this country, which is founded on the principles of free human beings. This country, the principles that this country was founded on are worth fighting for. And so we have to take it upon ourselves and realize that the real change that we're all seeking is right within ourselves. And we have to get active in our communities, and we have to get active with our representatives. Um, with Texans for Accountable Government, it's, you know, humanize, harmonize, and localize. We want to humanize with our local representatives. Let them know who we are, how we feel about things, and, and really let them know on a human level what's going on and, and why we feel the way that we do. Harmonizing with other groups, because we certainly don't agree on everything all the time. But when we do come together on things, we need to make sure that we, we in fact, uh, assert ourselves and bring our numbers in force, and then localizing our efforts, you know, stop, uh, for me personally anyway, I've stopped calling my congressmen. I've stopped calling the U.S. senators because me they too. don't care. They do not care what we think. They demonstrated that with the bailouts under both administrations. Phone calls were a thousand to one, and they said that we, basically, that we care more about the international banking system than we do about your, the future of your family. Mm. And that is when I decided to localize my effort, and so that's what we really need to do. Join a local organization. Um, Texans for Accountable Government is a really great organization because it brings, we call ourselves transpartisan. We transcend political party lines and bring people together on single issues um, because most of the time it really is the state versus the people, and until we stop letting them divide us, they're going to continue to conquer us. So please get involved locally. Decide what's important to you and dive in. Uh, the website for TAG is tagtexas.org. You can also find us on Facebook, which is much more active than the email list and the, the website. And you can just search us, Texans for Accountable Government. We post the, the phone calls that are needed to the, to the legislature and rallies that are going on, fun stuff and different meetings and socials and all kinds of things like that. So uh, please do find Texans for Accountable Government on Facebook and go to www.tagtexas.org. Great, great. All right, Heather. Well, thanks for calling. And again, thanks for all you do. Thanks for the support you had in making this event possible. And we appreciate that. Humanize, harmonize, localized thing. I like that. It's got a, got a good ring to it. 
I think I've seen a shirt or two that says humanize, <laughs> harmonize, localize. All right, Heather, we appreciate it as always. Thank you. All right, folks, that was Heather Fazio, Texans for Accountable Government. We are taking your calls. The phone number is 512-458-TALK. That's 512-458-TALK. We do see we have another call there holding on the line. Stick with us. Uh, we'll be right with you as soon as this break is over. This is the Live Free Now radio show. We're trying to encourage people to live free now, whether that is taking action now to push back on your politicians and the intrusive state measures, or it's growing a garden in your backyard, trading in silver, getting healthy and hopping out of the medical industrial complex. It's all about living free now, taking action now, not later, not next week, not tomorrow, not during the 2012 elections, but now. We'll be right back on the other side of this break with Too Much Government News brought to you by Enerfood, and we'll be taking your phone calls. 512-458-TALK. We'll be right back. Jason Rink and John Bush here to introduce you to a brand new sponsor of the Live Free Austin radio show, Enerfood. Yeah, Jason, Enerfood is a powder mix of various green superfoods which utilizes all natural and organic ingredients in order to provide you the boost of energy you need to make it through the day. That's right. With ingredients like organic spirulina, organic chlorella, and organic barley and wheatgrass, you're sure to catch a buzz on life after drinking this mix. Best of all, it's made with non-heated ingredients. It's gluten-free and caffeine-free, so you'll get the best of what nature has to offer. No funny genetically modified nonsense. So check out enterfood.com or call 1-866-762-9238 to learn more about this green superfood powder and also check out their other invigorating health mixes and coffees. That's right. Enterfood isn't the only thing in the Enter Health Botanicals lineup. You got to check out the organic coconut powder and organic skincare lines. Go ahead and give it a try. Call 1-866-762-9238 or visit enterfood.com today. And Tell them Live Free Austin sent you. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Welcome back to the show, LiveFreeNowRadio.com. I want to take a quick second to thank the sponsors that make this show possible. You just heard the ad for Liberty Stickers, LibertyStickers.com. They got a lot of good radical messages, a lot of freedom messages, truth messages, patriot messages that you can put on your bumper sticker. And as you're driving around, you'll be spreading the message of freedom with doing absolutely nothing whatsoever. It's pretty magical. We got some bumper stickers on our cars, of course, and that's Driving billboard. Driving billboard, spreading the message on a daily basis, trying to create a liberty oasis. Another great sponsor of this program is Capital Coin and Bullion. You can check out CapitalCoinandBullion.com. They are your local neighborhood stop 
for all silver, gold, numismatic coins, rare coins, anything that you can find. And we encourage it big time on the show. It's definitely a way to live free now. To get off of the Federal Reserve note, which is losing value, it's going out of style, folks. They're about to pump in quantitative easing three, which basically means that they're going to start fire up the printing presses and toss another trillion dollars, several trillion dollars, into the money supply. Of course, supply and demand kicks in. The more dollars that are out there, the less your dollars are worth. So one thing that you can do to protect your value, to protect your wealth, to protect your hard-earned labor is to get out there and check out CapitalCoinAndBullion.com. In Austin, you could go to 7304 Burnett Road, 7304 Burnett Road. That's Austin, Texas, 78757. Or you could check out their website and order online. They do ship all across the country, all across the world. The phone number is 512-371-5884, 512-371-5884, if you want to give them a call and see what kind of specials they have going. Uh, the price of silver right now is about... $36. It's on its way up. Now's a great time to buy. It's always a great time to buy because when you look at the big picture, this silver's just going right through the roof. So, again, folks, CapitalCoinAndBullion.com. Also, check out LibertyStickers.com. They're making this show possible. We're going to be bringing you Too Much Government News here shortly, which is brought by brought to you by Enerfood. Enerfood.com. Too Much Government News. We've got some great stories. But right now, we're going to take this call we got going here. Caller, thanks for sticking over the break. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Julie, are you with us? Yes. Hi, Julie. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good. How are you, too? Great. This is Julie Miller. She was actually at the rally, and she had quite the speech that got a lot of people fired up and really made a strong point. Why don't you tell us what you did there for the rally? Oh, heavens. Why don't you tell us what I did? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Julie uh, made it clear by uh, dropping her pants and her shirt into a nice bikini, a really cute bikini, and she basically (laughs) made the point that this is what the TSA is seeing, especially when you go in the naked body scanner. They're seeing even more than a woman standing in a bikini, and it really made a strong point, and we really thank you for coming out and participating in the rally. Well, thank you. I was I was approached afterwards by one of your supporters, a woman who asked if I would please put my clothes back on because her sons did not need to see that. Oh boy! <laughs> so I hope that the the goal was to to make it uncomfortable because what we are doing right now is we are stripping people down in our airports, and we should be uncomfortable. We should be horribly uncomfortable with That's that. Right. And uh, had I had more courage, perhaps I would have done more, but. But that that was the idea behind that. I wanted to give him something memorable to take home. <laughs> there you go. Well, I got the point. What uh, what did you think of the rally? Do you think it was a success? I absolutely do. To to see so many people out there who who were so fired up and ready to go, and and so many people who crested the stairs and and walked in there to leave their notes and to leave their messages directly for their senators and legislators um, was remarkable. Definitely. Do you think Rick Perry and the state reps and senators are going to get the message? If Rick Perry does not get this message, I'm going to be extraordinarily disappointed. The, the, the implications of what we are talking about here right now, with a federal agency who's going to invoke a claim in the Constitution to try to tell us that they take precedence over our state laws, I think has, has, has quite an effect that, that I'm just so excited that I'm in Texas right now here in this time and we get to talk about this and we get to face this and we get to, to draw the line in the sand and say this is not what's going to happen. That's right. Yeah, we have drawn a line in the sand and the, the Texas House of Representatives drew that line as well by voting unanimously. So now it's yes. up to us to see uh, to compel Rick Perry and the Senate to get in line with the people of Texas. There's there's 
multitude, a diverse group there today. I think it was a very beautiful thing. Yes. And we really made a good pushback. And I just want to thank you for speaking on the event and thank you for all that you've done on this particular issue. Thank you. I wanted to uh, contribute to a point that Kat was talking about a moment ago, uh, made me pick up my phone and want to call. She she was talking about how we are uh, we're allowing our, our children to be subjected to these to these types of of searches, and we're telling them if there's a badge involved that it becomes okay. I wanted to um to to talk about that because I've done a lot of work with uh, ch- child victims of sexual assault and, and all victims of sexual assault, really, but especially children. Children under a certain age do not have the the cognitive ability that we do mm-hmm. to sit and weigh out. You know, well, there are many factors to this decision, if I'm going to let this person do this or not, and there's a lot involved. We have to say, you do not talk to strangers. You do not open the door. You do not, do not, do not. That, that's how I was raised back in the, you know, back in the 80s, was, was you do not get into the car with anyone, even if, even if they say they're your parent's friend, this or that. If you allow a little bit of a window, that's going to confuse them. Mm-hmm. And and it's going to confuse them, and it's going to confuse them after it happens that mom and dad stood there and watched this happen. Mm. So does that mean that this is okay? I'm really confused because mom and dad said, don't let anybody touch me under my swimsuit areas, but now dad's standing there and this is happening. Did, did you see the, the groping footage of the uh, of the four-year-old girl that came out recently mm-hmm. it was on the national news and everything yeah. the I looked at her face the look on her face when someone was saying okay I'm gonna put my hands in your waistband now if anybody else said that to our child it would not be acceptable yeah. but it's acceptable because we're concerned that that four-year-old girl from George is gonna be working for the Taliban and blow up our plane yeah so I I, I wanted to, to to pitch in that She's absolutely right, and she'll be a wonderful mother, Miss Catwell. Um, she's, <laughs> she's absolutely right that we need to protect and defend our children, but we also need to give them very black and white um, sorts, of, sorts of rules and situations to work with until they have the adult ability to sit mm-hmm. and, and weigh through it like yeah. we do. Yeah, that's a really um, good point. Because they just, their brains are wired differently, and, and they're not addressing these issues. Yep. Yep. Okay, Julie. Well, thank you so much for your call. That's a great point you make. It really, it'll create mistrust, not only in the government, but also in your parents. So it's definitely all the parents out there. You need to take a stand and and don't allow your children to go through with this because it really will wreak havoc. Yeah. Great. Great. All right. right, Thanks so much for all you do, Julie. Thanks guys. All right. Take care. Okay, Michael, we see your call there right now. We're going to do a quick too much government news. Then we're going to take your call before the show ends. So today's too much government news. Yeah. <laughs> USDA fines Missouri family $90,000 for selling few rabbits with a license without a license. So this family basically has been selling rabbits. They they picked up two rabbits in order to teach the children responsibility. Of course the rabbits do what rabbits do and they bred and they pumped out a bunch of rabbits. They started selling them for like 50 bucks or something a piece and now the US Department of Agriculture is cracking down and they're finding them $90,643 for exercising their natural right to engage in peaceful commerce and little children are selling rabbits. So Sounds like freedom to me. That's too much government news. The other story, a North Carolina church 
is being fined a hundred dollars a branch per excessive tree pruning. So <laughs> they're they're being fined four thousand dollars because they find they they tr- they prune too many trees. I don't know if, if that's not too much government news. I don't know what is. So Missouri. Uh, I hope you stand up for your people to the federal government. Yet another example, and here in Indiana, I'm sorry, North Carolina, shame on the government in there. That's way too much government news, folks. That segment is brought to you by Enerfood, E-N-E-R-Food.com, Enerfood.com. That's too much government news. Now we're going to take your call. Michael Sparks, we got about a minute and a half left in the show, a minute left. What's on your mind? Hey, man, I just wanted to comment real quick. Uh, I was at the Capitol today, and uh, I witnessed something. Uh, there was a, a citizen going up to a police officer right outside the rotunda, and he was, uh, I guess, asking him some questions. And another guy came up with a camera and started filming him. And when he started to do this, another DPS officer came up and asked the guy to leave. He said, you cannot be filming here. And when I heard that, I went up to the situation. I told him, hey, under his First Amendment rights, he is allowed to film here. And um, he wasn't really happy about me telling him about his rights, because I guess he's supposed to know that already. But mm-hmm. when I told him that he's allowed to film here, uh, he started to try to detain the cameraman. He actually oh, put the guy's arm behind his back. And uh, at this point, I rushed to the rotunda. I told everybody, come over here and see what's going on. And when the crowd came in to go see, the guy let the cameraman go. But he told me and the cameraman that we need to leave immediately, that we have no right to film here. So I just wanted to put the point out there that um, it was a good protest. It was a good rally. But solidarity is key because if you are isolated and you're trying to defend your rights, the cops will always enforce their power. Solidarity is a beautiful thing. If we have power in numbers, the cops aren't allowed to be the thugs that they are. That's right. Stick uh, together. He ended up being uh, like an inch from my face and yelling at me and saying you know, that I need to butt out and shut up when, I, when he's talking oh, wow. to people. Wait, and I great, called him a thug and I left. All right, Michael. Well, thanks for your call. This is the Live Free Now radio show, folks.